Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Lara's doing a strip tease. <laughs> I just love that intro so much. Like I just want to get down to it every time it comes on. Guys, just so you know, and if you're on the Instagram, you'll know that we're sitting out on Lara's balcony in Brisbane, pretending we're in the Italian coastline, mm. sipping a drop of Grenache. <laughs> if you hear like construction workers, I'm pretty sure my neighbours are having some renos done. So just don't mind us. We are so excited to get into today's topic. But before we do that, it's time for Go On Then. All right, so this week I have been listening to, you know when you meet someone and you're like, fuck, your tasted music is so on point, I'm going to stalk your Spotify playlist. Like me. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so, so I did this to this chick in Brisbane who doesn't know me. I'm not going to say her name. She's in a band. She's, anyway, um, she has such good taste in music like every time she uploads a story she has like a sick song so I had a stalk of her Spotify and I discovered this dude called Byron the Aquarius like rap house and it goes forever like the songs are like eight minutes some of them but then he's just like rapping on top and it's like a repeated repeated message so there's this song called love is for you like written for the number for you mm-hmm. and it's just like love is for you uns <laughs> baby and it's just like so good oh love I, that. I listened I'll to it to on my drive the other day it was like a long drive out to a wedding I was um the marriage settlement for you know when you're driving and you're like how did I get from A to B that yeah. was me that day listening to that song I was just going <laughs> into a trance with Byron the Aquarius playing something that challenged me speaking of being a celebrant so I had to help a couple apply for a shortening of time marriage this last week so in Australia you have to give four weeks notice to get married so you sign a document with your celebrant and then four weeks later we're legally allowed to marry you and so this couple applied it has for to a, be four weeks yeah is that right? well 30 a calendar month the technical term it needs to be a calendar month so oh wow yeah um and so this couple contacted me and for the reasons that they provided needed to um, get married in a shorter amount of time and so I was like, fuck, all right, let's do it. Let's get the ball rolling and had to like go through the registry of um, births, deaths and marriages with them, but like in a much quicker sense than what I usually would do. Just the process of getting that done for them has aged me about 10 years. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure we were on the phone before when when she called and I was just like, kill me. (laughs) Like this is so... Anyway, because usually most couples, you know, you just do the the regular process with them. And it was good. It challenged me in a good way. Mm. Um, At least you now know what to do. Yeah. And I had done one before, but there was just like no problems. Like the first time at this one, this time it's like the universe is like, I'm going to make everything shit for you. Murphy's law come at me. So anyway, that's been real fun. But I feel like I've definitely grown as a marriage celebrant. Like I've, yeah. It's definitely made me a more mature version of me. Love that for you. Now, if anyone's getting married, you can find oh, me yeah. at... Just a plug at <laughs> lovebylara underscore celebrant. Just FYI. 
And then something that made me feel good. So on Monday, I went to uh, this the music studio that I, I um, write songs in with my producer, Brannon, uh, Brannon Hughes, Ledge, aka Lemonade Baby. That's his stage name. And we just talk shit and hang out. Like we spend the first, oh, plane, hang on a minute. Someone's actually going to the Italian coastline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you know half of Australia is in <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I went to the studio with him. And like before we actually get into it, finishing off a song or starting a song, we just like get in the zone, get in flow by just like hanging out, playing each other music that we like. And it just is the best thing. Like we find we're the most productive when we just don't try to get into the session straight away. Nice. So anyway, it was on Monday. We um we basically finished off a song that's going to be my new one under last night. Um, Ooh. And yeah, we're very excited about this one because I think it's our favourite so far. Can you insert a teaser? It might even be out by the time this podcast is out. Potentially. Potentially. You'll just have to wait and see. So, Amelia, what have you been listening to this week? So, mine is not a song. I have just finished watching the new Gossip Girl. Oh, on Binge, is it? Yes, it's on Binge, so you have to subscribe. I think they have a seven-day free trial, so get on the free trial, watch it in seven days, and then cancel your subscription. (laughs) Um, that was really good. I'm not going to – have you seen it? Have you seen the first Gossip Girl? I've seen the first Gossip Girl back when I was, like, 20 and I loved it. I was, like, obsessed. It's good. Like, it's definitely different to the first Gossip Girl. But I think – I think, like, to make it PC – like, I feel like the world has grown so much in 10 years that to make it relevant to teenagers and stuff – nowadays it really did have to change so yeah anyways if you guys haven't seen it a lot of it is about social media they even like mention things as like covid oh, they cool. mention stuff about like oh this is what your face looks like without, without a mask on like it's really cool the way they insert relevant sort of stuff yeah um yeah so that's really fun and i've also just started watching a show on netflix called good girls have you seen it nope i'm oh. so not on to it with like new series neither am I but um I saw a girl recommend it on Instagram and I was like oh you know what I feel like watching a series like it's just nice to have something on the go and so started watching that it's pretty good there's the three there's these three women who are struggling financially and essentially they fall into this like drug dealer situation with this guy and he is getting them to do all these little jobs in exchange for cash it's hilarious you have to watch it um something that challenged me i feel like so it's in it's we're the third of september at the moment and i feel like august was just a challenging as fuck month for so many people and i said on my instagram i was like what the hell is going on at the moment like what is the moon doing and so many people messaged me and were like oh my gosh i've been feeling so weird lately um is mercury in retrograde again because <laughs> i feel like I feel every like time always. like i'm so in the belief that like the moon 
affects us. The mood affects the tides. We're mostly water as humans. But like I'm still, whenever anyone's like, Mercury's in retrograde, retrograde I'm like, wasn't Mercury in retrograde yesterday and like <laughs> two weeks ago? <laughs> like, you can't when use that excuse every time. Yeah, yeah. August was just like a challenging month mental health wise I feel you know when you're in a funk and you have literally no reason to be I don't know I just couldn't put my finger on it I need to like set aside days where I do not go on social media because I just feel really consumed by it at the moment I mean it's good not to be ignorant to all the issues in the world but sometimes you just need to take a break I think yeah and then something that made me feel good I made sure to set aside time to plan my September and have some good goals in line and like feel like I have a bit of a direction and just kind of reflect on why I was feeling so flat, I guess, throughout August. So that was really good. I had like a bit of a ritual, lit my sage. Oh, you love your sage. <laughs> love my sage. Did some like journaling on different things and yeah, really planned some um, nice achievable goals for September. So that made me feel really good. Thumbs up. Thumbs up emoji. Sometimes like the sentence will end. I'm like, I am genuinely interested in what you're saying, but I've got that resting bitch sound. Like I've got that resting bitch voice where, you know, people have resting bitch face. Mm. I've got the uh, the voice version. So I'll be like, oh, cool. And I genuinely think it's such a sick thing you've just said, but I'm like, I don't know how to sound more interested in this right now. Yeah. You guys will know, like listening to a podcast, it's kind of annoying when people talk over each other. Mm. So we are like very aware of like when someone's actually finishing a sentence and when they can chime in. And sometimes there's the awkward like is it gonna go is it not do I speak now so yeah anyways just podcast things yeah just potty things (laughs) now that we're like fucking killing it in the Italian coastline (laughs) oh Oh, guys all right well today's episode is a funny one I feel like so many people can relate to this one we we put the question out to our listeners on our story and got some pretty funny responses back let's do ours first start with each other's Do I have a story? And you will know this one, Lara. So you're actually a part of the story to begin. What is happening? (laughs) So when I was about 19, I lived in a share house. It was so much fun. I would always have my girlfriends over and it was just the best time for a single gal. I would often go to a coffee shop that was around the corner from my house. There were two guys that worked there. One was older but funny and owned the shop. The other worked as a manager and I thought he was cute. There was nothing but friendly banter between us all until one day me and my girlfriends decided to go for a bike ride in the torrential rain. (laughs) Do you remember Yes. I will insert a photo because I actually scrolled back in my iPhone to see if I could find a detail of this story. And I found photos of us like drowned rats thinking we were so cute. Okay, we're having the absolute best time and decided to head down to the parklands near my house, but it meant we had to ride past the cafe. It was around 2pm, so the cafe was shutting up and the boys were out the front laughing at us as we rode past in the rain. (laughs) We smiled and waved back at them and kept going. It was around 8pm when I received a message on Instagram from a random guy, the cute coffee shop guy, and all he said was call me next time and then he left his number. One thing led to another and we ended up planning a date. He was a bit of a connoisseur around the, <laughs> around the Gold Coast bars slash restaurants realm. So I met at his apartment 
in Surfers Paradise, by the way. And we went for a drink. We talked a lot about his work schedule and how he had to start work the next day around 6am and he was like a 15 minute drive away. This is a key part to the story, so just keep this in mind. After the bar, we went back to his place and for lack of a better word, did the deed. (laughs) (laughs) To set the scene, the sex was awful. He is the really aggressive sex type with zero romance. I love that you're telling this like from the (laughs) third person. (laughs) It makes it so much better. Yeah, it's great. I ended up staying the night as I'd drunken too much and I was a poor uni student. So lay off the just get an Uber comments. FYI. He woke up and I'm going to say it was like 4am and he left for work then. And he said, you can just leave whenever. And he just bolted which was so bizarre because the night before he said he needed to leave at 6am. So there was something sus already. You can, you can tell, you can tell the vibe where you're both just like, Oh, that happened. Like thumbs up, (laughs) you know? Anyway, after telling my friends of this odd encounter, we went on a bit of a deep dive and this was probably our friend Jess because she's literally inspector gadget. Like she, (laughs) she fucking knows where to search for the good shit. You've all got that one friend, eh? It's just like on to it. Stalking. Continue. To cut a long story short, it ended up coming out that this guy had a long-term relationship and fully had a sausage dog with her. I immediately, yeah. Remembering this now. Oh my god. Like full on. Like I swear to God, they were almost engaged. Like they were at that stage, and I think she might have lived somewhere else for work, long distance or something. So fast. Was he way older than you? Yeah. Like, wait, he was like 34 <gasps> and I was like 19 or oh something. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so obviously I immediately found a new coffee shop to go to, but then the story thickens. So fast forward about six months when he was still with his girlfriend, might I add, I received an Instagram message from him and it was a dick pic. <laughs> But it's been so long since I've got a dick pic. Oh, my God. But instead of just sending it to me, he had sent it to at least five (laughs) girls. (laughs) And the Instagram had turned it into a group chat between (laughs) us Honestly, what a lost puppy. How fucking funny. And I couldn't screenshot it quick enough to have proof. I just remember being like, oh my fucking God. Like I, I messaged you guys and I was like, he just sent me a dick pic and we're all in a group chat. And there's like all these girls in there. I remember one of the girls responded and was like, nice to meet you all or something like classic. And then he like deleted it. Oh my God. Oh God. So that was my horrible date. That story is so funny. And it's it feels like I'm hearing it for the first time because it's been that long, hey? Oh, what a Fucking classic. Hell. Uh, so funny. But also, like, what a weird... <laughs> <laughs> Dropping the seat, he deserves it. That's, like, that's full sus. And I, so dumb and stupid. Like, I don't wow. think they're together, the girlfriend. And she was, like, oh. gorgeous. What do you do in those situations? The encounter was so nothing and it meant... Oh, well, to me, it meant absolutely nothing. So it's no, like, if I was you, would I tell her? If it was happening now, I totally would. 
Yeah. I totally – but if it was us then, which it was, like you're just not mature enough to no. to have that experience, to know how much that would hurt her. Totally. And like, yeah, like I said, he was like 34 or something. Thinking about that now, if wow. that happened to me and Mitch, it's totally different. Your relationship's so different. Mm. Like it's at a, such a different stage. Oh, so that makes me cringe. Oh, so cringy but so funny at the same time. I just thought of another one, which I hadn't actually planned to talk about today, but it just came to mind then. So when I was 19, I met this older guy on the beach. I think he was, he was about 34. And which now thinking back, I'm like, that is weird. But anyway, he was in the army. He turned out to have these massive anger, anger management issues. And I've never dealt with that before. And it was the scariest thing ever. So like, I feel so sorry for anyone who's feels stuck in a... Mm. almost like borderline DV vibe. Yeah. Um, so one day I went to pick him up from the army barracks and we left like in my car. I was like driving us to this hotel room that he'd booked us because he was like trying I to remember. be sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we – I hope my mum's not listening to this. <laughs> Um, we, yeah, we got in the car and started driving away, like leaving the barracks and, um, I took a wrong turn and rather than just be like, oh, do we, you turn around and go this way. He just sl- smashed his hands down on the dashboard. He's like, that's not the right way. Like, can you fucking drive? And oh started like abusing me. And I just froze. I was just like, oh, um, like I, I'm sorry. Like I didn't mean to. And yeah. then he's just like, oh, fucking like went the wrong way like what's wrong with you I had told you which way to turn and in that moment like I just felt like I need to throw you out of this car I stopped at a servo about five minutes down the road and I just pulled up and I was like get out get out of my car oh my god I remember this yeah I saw I came and saw you after oh I think I rang you in tears yeah and I said get out of my car and he did. I didn't expect him to. I thought he'd like, I didn't know what he was going to do, to be honest. But um, I knew one of the, the guys would come pick him up or something. Yeah. I never saw him again. And really? then he started sending me like these like threatening text messages, like saying, <gasps> if you don't call me, like I'm going to do something really stupid. Oh my like, gosh. It was really scary. I Fuck. I was like, what have I got myself into? So anyway, fuck, if that's not a horrible dating story, don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what, what is. is. To think about now having so much more perspective of the world, there must have been something in his like trauma experience that resulted in him being so aggro, Mm. like being in the army, you know? Yeah, and he had been deployed and I would not be surprised if (laughs) that contributed to... Yeah. Oh, totally. 100%. Mm. Still not excusable. No, but... Needs to know your actions. Yeah, far out. Do you have any more for me? No, I just have the one. It was really hard for Lucky me. Lucky yours think. is enough to cover about five like <laughs> shit ones. That was, I feel like I've been with Mitch for so long. I'm just like, what even is dating? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Lucky we've got. How like, do you even Tinder? We've got a bazillion stories. Yeah, from we've others. got some goodies. We're going to have to cut them down because there's a lot. So this was my first dating experience after being in a relationship for six years. I joined the delightful world of Tinder and happened to swipe right on this particular tall, dark (laughs) and handsome gentleman. We got chatting, the banter was real and so was the sexual tension. Being my first time back in the dating scene, your girl was nervous as hell. So I decided to take a sneaky Valium before I rocked up. (laughs) What could go wrong, right? 
Finally, I got my anxious ass over to his pace. And he wasn't too bad at all. Over to his face or his place? (laughs) Over to his place, sorry. Thanks for clearing that up. (laughs) And he wasn't too bad at all. Very handsome and friendly. We hit it off straight away as well as the drinks. We kicked the night off with an espresso martini and then a couple more very strong bodies. The feeling at this point was very happy and horny. <laughs> it wasn't long until we were in his on his lounge room floor. It wasn't long until we were in his pants. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't long until we were on his lounge room floor getting real freaky. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was amazing, spreading my wings after being caged up for six years. We made it to his bed where I was certain I was on cloud nine, feeling all the feels. I got so excited and offered him to take the other route to fun town. Oh, okay. If you know what I mean. And then in brackets, anal. (laughs) I love it. She just doesn't even allude to it anymore. She's like, no, this is how it goes. (laughs) Turns... Turns out, (laughs) I've got the giggles now. (laughs) Turns out it wasn't cloud nine. It was, it was a cloudy mixture of Valium, (laughs) caffeine and shit ton of vodka that got my floating. What? What? That got me floating. (laughs) It didn't help that we're... (laughs) I'm struggling to read. I'm laughing that much. <laughs> it didn't help that we were rolling around like a like a ball dough in the thermomix. We finished and I could feel this volcano erupting inside of me. And so I told him I had to make a phone call quickly. Classic line, isn't it? I ran out to his front lawn and uncontrollably painted it with the intoxic contents in, with the intoxicated contents of my stomach. The smell was awful. Disgusting. <laughs> the sound were worse. I resembled something of what a goat might sound like when it's giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, before the ordeal, I managed to call an Uber who only took a couple of minutes, thank God. As I got off the grass to walk towards the car, I see the guy walk out of his front door, look at his new lawn I just covered with my insides. Then he looked at me and just walked back inside. Oh, you. Oh, my God. I drove off in my Uber carriage and arrived home. Safe to say, I never heard from that guy again. <laughs> oh, that oh makes my me God, sick. That is You're so actually, are you crying? No, it's from the laughter? Wind. <laughs> oh, that's so I love that people did not hold back. I was like, oh, we'll start slow. We'll, we'll ease into the stories. Oh, my God. Nah. That is so fucking funny. I love that story. So <laughs> I love the details. Oh, bloody hell. That is a bad first date. Funny story. So when I first – this is so TMI, it's not even funny. But when I had a first date with Mitch, I drank way too much. <laughs> Before going to... Do you know the story of when I met Mitch? I do, but it's so long ago that you can tell it again. So we had we met on Tinder and Mitch was like, I'm not a big like messaging guy, so like call me if you want to go on a date. I called him and we ended up... He ended up coming to pick me up because I had drank too much. Standard. Oh, at the, like, at the races. Blanc. No, oh. this, is, this is prior. Oh, okay. This is prior to then. 
and we went back to his house. Like so fucking sketchy when I think about it, but also YOLO. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you don't do that, are you really living? Um, so we went back to his house and then he like got this lemon cello out and was like <laughs> serenading me with all his alcohol that he had there. Had a shot of lemon cello and then I just felt so ill. So this is our first date, mind you. I'd never met this guy before. Went up to his beautiful bathroom and vomited everywhere in his toilet. Oh, God. <laughs> and Mitch just came in and was like, do you want me to take you home? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's fine. Honestly, I'm fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, we've lasted six months, so. Six years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia's six had years. one wine and she can't talk properly. <laughs> Literally have had one sip of wine. Next story. Next cab off the rank. We've got a double whammy here. My worst dating story was when I told myself I'd go on a date with the first person I matched on Tinder. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. Hashtag naive. I swear all these come from Tinder. <laughs> I know. Tinder's got fucking so many funny stories. He turned out to be a psycho. Oh, gosh. And harassed slash abused me over text until I blocked him. And then he used another number to keep having a go. Not exactly funny, but horrible nonetheless. Oh my gosh, that is terrible. And then the second one is, and then I guess my biggest date fail was when I went on a date with a guy in winter and I get wet dog nose syndrome. <laughs> Runny slash drippy nose. And he went in for a kiss that I wasn't really expected and I snotted on him. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Hilarious though. Oh. I wonder what he did. I wonder if he was like, ooh. Okay, I've got another one that someone wrote in. This person had just moved to a new city and they were like, all right, I'm going to get myself out there. Got on the apps. Ended up matching with this guy. He was tall, blonde, had pics of him in Europe. She's like, oh, yep, seems cultured. (laughs) There you go. He's in finance. Should have been the first red flag, but whatever. Um, so started off the combo and then like, I think something got brought up about food. And so she said she liked Mexican and he was like, Oh, ever been to GYG? Ever been to Guzman and Gomez? <laughs> cool. Let's go on a date to Guzman and Gomez. Cause she'd never been loves Mexican. So he was like, yep, yep. He'll pick her up from her place. She said, why did I let him come to my house? We've never met. Oh, it's no. kind of stalker, stalker vibes, but that's I fine. I did that so many times back we in the day. We live and then we learn. It's so crazy thinking back to what I allowed or thought was acceptable. I know. While waiting for him to arrive, she, she'd gone and got her hair done that day. Like She was so nervous for the date that she went and literally got a professional to do her hair and downed like a bottle of wine while she waited for him. God, as you do. <laughs> and she's a nurse, so she, it'd just been like night shift. She'd slept most of the day as well. She was feeling fresh. Anyway, he pulls up and then texted her saying, I'm down the street. She's like, cool, coming out now. Gets in. He starts chatting and he's so awkward. He obviously seems really nervous or whatever. She just kept talking to fill the space. <laughs> so they're driving. They start driving to DYG. Like she's doing literally all of the conversation and he's like just silent. Did like a bit of an odd turn and said like an odd turn in the car and said, oh, sorry, I'm just distracted by your beauty. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get out of the car. She. What he, did she say? Like, did she, does he, what the fuck do people expect when they say this? Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I know. I'm really high. hot. I know. I'm really hot. Like, sorry oh. about that. <laughs> so cringe. They get out of the car. She realizes he's wearing like 
I mean, I didn't know if this bit was particularly weird, but anyway, Nike, Nike's, Nike Sports runners and a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I guess the combo is a bit funny. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, Nike Sports runners and sports shorts and a cap. Oh. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, mm, I mean, that could be considered fashionable now, but like, anyway, I guess. back in the day. And she was like, mm, okay then. So they get to GYG. He buys her a burrito. He's still not talking. Like she's still doing all the talking. Um, he even brings up his cap. Like, do you like my cap? Like, oh my gosh. She's like, sure. <laughs> anyway, she made up this like elaborate lie about how she had to get up for work early. And so <laughs> they ended up, he picked her up at 7pm and she was home before 8. Oh my gosh. You're kidding. That is how awkward and shit the date was. Oh fuck. Well, that's, it's a good um, lesson to learn. If you want a quick date, just go to GYG. Yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. you can be in and out in record speed. Yeah, Imagine if it. they went for like a three-course dinner. Oh, my god! And she had to sit there and be like, fucking hell. No, that's so – who goes on three-course dinners for your first date? True. No, thanks. Well, <laughs> this one time. Yeah. Always have – or here's a hot tip for young players. Always have somewhere to be after – as like a backup, do you know what I mean? Like I have someone, I think me and my old roommate, Izzy, used to literally call each other if it was going shit. Really? Like, oh, can you come? I've locked myself out of the house. Like, can you come let me in? And that like, is so iconic. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly single when I was so young. I feel like it just wasn't really a thing. I don't know. Like we never used to do that with each other back when we were both single when we were like 18. No, I think we have too much like self-respect now that if we're not digging something, mm. we're like, get this me out of here. This is a waste of my time. Back, back then it was just like, I'm just going to put myself through this because that's normal. Totally. You didn't, yeah, you tot- that's so and, true. And you weren't confident enough to, to just leave. Yes. Whereas if I was having, if I was on a date now. I feel like you know what you I want wouldn't more. Be, <laughs> I wouldn't be on a date now, but like if I was, <laughs> um, yeah, you just like see you later this so is true. not me yeah 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 that's so true <laughs> so another story is this is short because she had to send it like in the response messages on instagram so it's like very to the point when i had a fab date with a guy that went for hours we hit it off and then he invited me back to his place we got into his room and then he pulled out a trundle bed for me to sleep on <laughs> She said, dead set was ready to get nasty right then and there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you want to get the sparks flying, get out the trundle bed. I cannot imagine if a guy pulled out a trundle bed. But he's kind of like offensive. It's offensive, but it's also like respectful. Respectful. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. How should we feel about this? But like, she's saying, like, the vibes were high. Like, you know, when you're like (laughs) in this together. For you to just be like, no, and pull out a trundle bed, I feel like it's this like... This is for you. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit odd. Oh, God, so odd. Also, also, who has a trundle bed under their bed? I know, literally, it's like, like so prepared. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny, funny in all sense of the word. Okay, I've got one more. Right, this is the last. And this is my story. Oh, yeah. So I used to work at this surf shop in my hometown... And for the Christmas holidays, the whole surf shop, like we popped up a second like pop-up store under the mall, which was called Sunnyside Mall. And so there was like so many memes. Anyway, there was like this like pop-up store in a Sunnyside Mall that I would sit at because no, we had like no customers and I'd just sit there for hours on my phone. I'm waiting for anyone to, to walk by or come in. 
And so I kept seeing this dude walk by the shop and he'd always stare at me. I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. Like, I don't really mind that you're staring at me. So after walking back and forth like a million times and walking past the shop every day, he finally came into the store and asked for my number. And I'd never had that happen to me before, like on the street. You know, you hear about it in movies, but it actually hadn't happened. So anyway, we ended up getting coffee in Kingscliff, you know, down in New South Wales. And like the date was okay. Like we had actually pretty good banter. We were chatting um, the whole time. But then at the end, we were both like talking too much that we forgot to pay. And we just kind of got up and, and left the cafe. Anyway, we said our goodbyes. I went home. He went home. Later that night, he texted me and I totally hadn't even thought about it again, like the the paying situation. He texted me and was like, shit, we forgot to pay the bill. Seeing as you live closer, do you want to just go and fix it up tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) And like, I don't have any issues paying in a relationship, but no, I'm not going to do that for you. <laughs> what the hell? Who says that? Like, it just wasn't very chivalrous. You know no, what I mean? Like, totally. it didn't make me feel special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was such a weird thing to, like, tell the ch- I don't know. <laughs> that might be, like, a controversial thing to say. Or, like, anyone no. can pay. But don't say that. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> Who are and you? And to not even be like, oh, like, what should we do? Like, you at least have some kind of buffer of, yeah. like, I don't know. You approach it differently. You like even if you wanted that, even if it makes logical sense for that to be the case, you approach it differently. People are so awkward. Yeah. And then actually funny thing, I ended up seeing him again, um, but on the date. So we were, this was very new. Like we had, we'd only caught, this is the second time obviously we'd caught up. And so there was this guy that I used to see who rang me while on the date. It was actually a crazy guy who got angry at me. Army bloke. Yep. He rang me to try to abuse me, I'm sure, on the date that I was the second date. And he was probably then stalking you, probably the drove other guy, past. The other guy, the, the guy I was on the date with, saw his name flash up on my phone and he's like, look, if you're not going to take this seriously, why don't you just, why don't we just end things now? If you don't see a future with us, dude, this is our second date. Oh, We're literally no. hanging out at the park. Like it was so cash. I think I was, yeah, I was 19. What is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I had no interest in old mate who was calling and I didn't have much interest in the guy I was with, to be honest, but <laughs> who says that? He freaked oh out and God. I was like, okay, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. See ya. See ya. Way to like keep it cash. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Well, that is all for our stories. We hope you guys have enjoyed this because I certainly have. I've gotten a fucking great laugh. Totally. And um, we're actually going to start with an advice section. Mm. Um, I think we're going to call it, what are we going to call it? <laughs> have your say? Have your say. Yeah. yeah. It's going <laughs> to be called have your say. And so any advice that Amelia and I will very poorly answer and probably advice we're not using ourselves, um, <laughs> please, please write in. Um, you can email us at some would say podcast at gmail.com and we'll try our best to answer your questions. Yep. Or shoot us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, slide whatever. into the DMs on the, at some would say podcast on Insta. And we will see you for the next episode. We will see you then. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then. <laughs>